Greetings and welcome back to the O2Lit Podcast. This is your host, Matt. As always, I want to thank y'all. I feel like that's not even enough at this point. Thank y'all for always coming through, tapping in, catching these vibes. And with listeners are enlightened through literature. Um, today, I want to talk, kind of extend on that, that episode of Heaven that me and my boy Leon talked about a couple episodes back. I wanna, I wanna press, you know, express, express, express more thoughts about that different realm. Yeah, this one for the believers. I ain't, I'm not even worried about if you don't believe it or not. These are my thoughts about what heaven might be. Have you ever just, you know, thought to yourself, like I said, what is, what is it like? What is it, what is it like and what they talk about so much, what we are doing so much to live for, so much we're giving up to be able to enjoy this eternal realm of glory. Like when you think about it, it it, it does baffle you because there are wonders unknown, unspoken of that we can only imagine. And that's what this episode is. I'm still we're still imagining. I'm gonna address a couple questions, you know, we probably all done thought of. I know I'm not the only one who probably thought of these. <laughs> but see if our ideologies match up. See if First of all, just see if you thought of these first. And then just see if you differ in how you you perceive it. And just, you know, just appreciate the differences. Because, again, nobody really knows. Yeah, there are scriptures depicting what the apostles and disciples and those of the Old Testament have seen. But, you know, we don't know. So... Let's get into it. Today, we are talking about the miracles from heaven by Christy Wilson Bean. Um, This story is really focused on her daughter who had a quote unquote incurable life threatening disorder. For years, she endured pain, invasive treatments testing but even through that you know she still had that childlike faith that everything's gonna be all right and that was an inspiration to those that was around her because everybody else you know as adults you see man this don't look good we don't know what's what's how to fix this but yet still she has that that faith of a mustard seed and she she just wows everybody um What's crazy is, you know, she ends up getting into an accident um, that nearly took her life. And the daughter, Annabelle, she um, she has a vision or she she has time in heaven where she's, you know, guided around, get to see people meeting Jesus, everything like that. Now, when she does come back. She's able to tell everybody, you know, what she saw. But not only that, and what's the miraculous part of all of this is that incurable, life-threatening 
disorder dissipated. She was cured, like head scratcher, <laughs> you know, to the doctors. It's like, whoa, wait a minute. This can't be. And those who don't have faith, you know, and don't don't see that for what it is, a miracle, you know, that's that's what that's baffling. And that's just how this story is. The story is powerful. Like I haven't read it in a while, but just perusing through it, reading, reading and catching up on it. I remember I can I can remember feeling like sheesh when I read it. If you're a believer and you like stories like that, if you like, you know, tales about individuals who are miraculously healed and go to heaven and come back to tell the tale, this is one you should pick up. Such as Heaven is for Real, like we said. It's, it's, this is a continuation. Seeing those different emotions from parents and dealing with that, their child nearly dying multiple times. But end up being okay. So, like I said, today I just wanna I just wanna get a couple thoughts off, a couple questions that I ponder, <laughs> I think about. The first one, you know, is will we sleep in heaven? Now, off the top of my head, I'ma say no. Because you know. One, there's no concept of time in heaven. It's eternity. There's no sun. I mean, there's no daytime, nighttime. God, Jesus, God is the light. Jesus is the lamp of heaven. And there's, I just don't see a way that our spiritual selves will slumber, you know? (laughs) I don't know. And why would we? I mean, why why would we want to sleep on, you know, being active in heaven? I just don't see it because God doesn't sleep. So if we're dwelling on God, I doubt that we're going to sleep. And again, when would you know to sleep? Because there's no timetable. There's no bedtime. And we're not going to be tired because we're eternal beings. So I just don't see it. Think to yourself, do you think that we sleep in heaven? When you hear this episode, you 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 tap in. I'm a I'm a I'm gonna put a little poll up. Do you do you think we sleep in heaven? I'm probably gonna put a poll for most of these. I wanna hear what y'all gotta say about that. Now, when you think about getting to heaven, you know, the scriptures say you wanna hear God say, Well done. My good and faithful servant. Yeah. What does it take for us to hear that? Like, imagine you get to heaven and you 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 hear those words. I know that we get excited about most things. You got the job, you got approved for a house, car. Wedding, most things, graduation, most things that, you know, bring us elation because we've worked so hard to achieve this goal. 
hearing that statement is our eternal goal because that is the entrance words for us to get into heaven. When we appear at the judgment seat and we're judged by our works, which one will you hear? Well done. Or depart from me. Now, that, ladies and gents, like I said, I'd rather be a believer and gain access to heaven as opposed to God saying he don't know me when I get to the gate. Uh, huh? Mm-mm. I don't want I don't want to be in that position. I want to live right. I want to I want to do unto others as I would want done to me. I would want to love my neighbor as myself. I would want to believe that Jesus Christ is my Lord and Savior and that he, on the third day he died. I mean on the third day he rose from the dead. My fault. No, I that's too big a risk. Y'all like people like to gamble. Y'all I've never been to Las Vegas. I I gambled on a cruise ship. We lost a grip. Dang. Um, but that's a huge gamble. I don't wanna die and irreversibly have to go to hell. All because I didn't believe. That's not worth it. That's not worth it. I I I would rather be a decent human being and just skirt through the gates of heaven as opposed to being dropped in hell. Nah. Nah. Well done, my good and faithful servant. Those are the words I'm trying to hear. I don't know about you, but that's what I'm trying to hear. Moving on. Boy, my neighbor's dog's outside fighting. (laughs) Will we have free will in heaven? Okay. So, granted, when God made man, he gave us free will because he told Adam, these are two trees, one of of these two, you don't need to eat from. God didn't say don't do it. He said, this is what you should not do. This one you have all access to. Same goes for Eve. She knew what it was. And so, being deceived by the snake, they ate the fruit of the bad tree. And here comes sin. Now, that free will that was granted to Adam and Eve is bestowed upon us as well. You have the option not to believe. You have the option to do right. Either which way is what you choose to do. That's a good versus evil ordeal. Or a lesser of two evils. Or a better of two goods. Whichever one you want to pick. Free will. But how I feel in heaven, I feel like We probably won't only because we're in heaven. The only objective is to serve God and live in eternity. There's no choice in that. There's no need to choose in that because we're dwelling in it. We will be dwelling in it. That's, that's, there's no, I need to pick something. Mm -mm. You're doing whatever it is 
God's orchestrating you to do in heaven. Mm-hmm. So no, I I don't want to just say we just won't have free will, but I just don't feel like free will will be a factor when we get to heaven. If that makes sense. Anywho. Are there pearly gates? Hmm. Now, in the Bible, it talks about the 12 gates surrounding New Jerusalem. Um, I, I feel like that's where we get gates from in heaven. Because, I mean, again, heaven is a realm beyond space. And space is infinite. So what's more infinite than infinite? Heaven. Can't put a gate around that. No. But New Jerusalem is not as big as heaven. It's a it's it's what's gonna be on the new earth. So heaven is bigger than that. Can't put a can't put a gate around that. So there are gates in heaven, but there's not gates around heaven. Now there's a minister, clergyman who can fact check it. I can fact check it. I mean, I've again, I've read it. I've read it somewhere. This is, this is not just based on all my opinion. What um, things like that. I've I've actually read recently preparing for this episode. I just didn't write down specific scriptures because there's a lot of them. I'm not gonna, not gonna do that to y'all. But for it's it's in the Bible. Um, are there pearly gates? Hmm. Pearly, such an adjective. I don't even think. Whatever gates are in heaven are just pearly. I think that it's beyond words. <laughs> that's just me being facetious, but yeah, that's just how I feel about the gate situation. Now, this one is kind of what I just said. How big is heaven? Again, it's huge. It's beyond huge. It's infinite, beyond infinite. It's where God dwells. God is bigger than everything that has come into existence. So there's that. Will there be time in heaven? Again, we talked about that. See how all of this just kind of comes together. Will there be time in heaven? I don't think that there will be Kronos time. Of course not. There will be Kairos time. There will be God ordained time and God moves on a very different timetable. Because as we know, since before we were born, they were saying that the time was like the world was ending, God was coming, this, that, another. We're in 2021. And again, we're just patiently and patiently waiting for God to come and take up his own. And don't Jesus don't even know when that happened. He said only God the Father knows when that time's to come. So yeah. Will there be time? The time that God creates. We will have a great time in heaven, but that's that's a Kairos moment. Um, this is a good one. Does Jesus have a physical body? All right, so look. This is where the non-believers, and I said I wasn't addressing it, but this is where they kind of, you know, get into their rut. They don't believe that Jesus rose from the dead with a glorified body. The Bible tells us, you know, how he would be amongst people and they would not know who he is until he revealed himself to people. Even when, I think it was Martha or Mary. I think it was Mary, Mary Madeline. 
when she went to go to the tomb and Jesus was there, talked to her for a little minute, then she he had to reveal himself to her. You know? And this I just feel like he had he's God. Like he at that point, he had all power in his hands. Of course he can shift into a metamorphous like figure, I guess. But yes, I feel like God has a glorified body in heaven. Because again, he ascended after 40 days, still had the hole in his hands, feet piercing the side, all of that. It was still a body. It was just a glorified body. And when he ascended and sat on the right hand of God, all of that is literal. Like he sat, something has to sit, a body has to sit on something, a throne. It's a glorified body, as we will have when we get to heaven. Again, you have to be a believer to understand what I'm saying. And it's it's beyond logic because, you know, science only goes so far, fact only goes so far, then there's God. You feel what I'm saying? So it's just like, I again, these are just my thoughts. These are just things that, as I was talking to Leon, I, I wanted to to just express in another episode, and I got a couple more. One of them, I'm going to have someone of the cloth on, and we're going to discuss and be educated on that of the word more extensively. But until then, um, I just can't help but wonder, when you lose somebody that's close to you, you can't help but wonder what's up there or where what happened to them. Where are they residing? You know, I said, I'm, I'm sure we can all relate that it hurts, you know, when you, when you no longer physically have this person, you can visit their gravesite, you can look at their obituary or program, but that spirit, that being, where is it? And if you're a believer, you you want to do right. So if nothing else, God is great. But if nothing else, you know, you get to see those people again. And yes, I do believe. And like we said, we're going to know each other. We're going to know people who get to heaven. Because even in these books, these children, talking from these last two books, they're able to identify people from pictures. People, you know how... To, you know, parents show you that your grandparents younger and whatnot. They're seeing people in heaven and telling their parents. And it's shaking them because how do you know these people? And they weren't even alive when you were born. Again, we'll, we'll be able to identify people. We're not going to be, because hopefully, you know, we all die of old age. But we're not going to be that in that form. We're not going to be that, not respectfully, old, decrepit, just broke up, just hunched over. We're not going to be that person. We're going to be our best selves at our prime, at our heightened. And God is going to make it that all things are new. So, man, listen, it's so much more. That we could say on heaven. It's so much more that we will say on heaven. Um, but, you know, just think on the things we talked about today. Will we sleep in heaven? Probably not. 
Do you want to hear, well done, my good and faithful servant? Are you living to hear those words? Are you going to play Russian roulette with your spirit and run the risk of hearing depart from me? Again, it's too great a risk. I'd go with the former if I were you. Just, just saying. Will we have free will in heaven? I mean, the only will is that of God. So we're gonna want to, we're gonna do what He wants to do anyway. So, like I said, it's not gonna be a factor. It's not gonna be a factor. Are there pearly gates? Again, from what I read, those twelve gates surround New Jerusalem, and again, heaven is infinite beyond infinite. So there's no, there's no boundary to that. Um, how big is heaven? Infinite, infinite. We will be on Kairos time in heaven. God's ordained time in heaven. Not checking your watch and your time it is. Nah. That eternal forever. Forever, ever. Forever. Time. Living in our glorified bodies. Like Jesus the Christ. Looking our best selves. Looking good. Being able to recognize each other's kindred spirits. Welcoming and embracing each other as we all strive to make it to heaven. Man. Miracles from Heaven. Christy Bean. I believe this is a movie too. I believe they made it to a movie. I yeah, I believe so. So check that out. If you don't want to read it, cool. Just listen to the episode. But if you do want to watch the movie... Check it out. I, I, I do think, yeah, for sure. Now, this ep- this episode is is what we call a homily, but all episodes are created equal. <laughs> I I enjoy just expounding on these thoughts, just getting these thoughts off, and hopefully pricking your brains about your beliefs and what you think is is going on beyond the unknown. So. This has been the Old Tulip Podcast. This is your host, Matt. And as always, I want to thank y'all. Thank y'all for coming through, catching vibes, and being enlightened through literature. And until our next convo, y'all stay lit.